The following podcast has been recorded live for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. another episode of Mexi Man Matters with your host, Sexy Mexi, Mexi Pants. We are live on our first episode of May, and we will talk about recent unfortunate events that happened in the state of Arizona, aka Mexi's recent race that left him battered beater beat beaten bruised bloodied and stung um but yeah so arizona we all knew arizona was gonna be a toughie but we did not account for how sinister hahaha it would it would become so Mexi signed up for what was called a Sinister Night Trail Run, a 54K. For those of you who don't know your math, a 54K is exactly 33.5 miles. The most miles Mexi's run in a row is 50K, which is 31.25. So it was going to be a decent two miles, a little over two miles more than Mexi's usual. No big deal, you know. Mexi thought, you know what, it's at night. Yeah, Arizona has hot weather, but at night, it'll be less hot than during the day. That's what makes you thought. So, we signed up. It was it was basically the only feasible option because of the fact that, now if you recall, back in, uh, back in January, originally, Mexi was going to do a 50K before his Nevada marathon. So that was back in January 20th and 21st. Mexi was supposed to drive the Phoenix, then do the, um, I think it was a 50K in the middle of some park, and then do the Nevada race outside Boulder City in Lake Mead. That race got canceled, so I ended up not going to Phoenix. Did a race locally in Vegas. Wound up ending, ending up getting third overall. But hey. Because of that, we had to move Phoenix. So we had different options of moving Phoenix. None fit. And, you know, the, the flights were not cheap. So we ended up deciding to basically do this race. That we had other options uh, run by the same running club out of Phoenix, but the other options were May 19th, uh, a 57K, and another 54K in June. So we figured it'd probably be hotter May and June, so let's do this one. So this was the first race in a long time that Tara decided not to go with me. And the reason I say decided is because the excuse of 
and I haven't mentioned this before in a previous podcast, the excuse of not having money, yet using the money that would have cost to buy your plane ticket, spending that on carpet, and mind you, while I was gone, she also went shopping, spending more money. All of that, you could have done for the race. But it's not that you couldn't because the money was there. You just chose not to. So don't tell me you can't. It's just you won't. It's a big difference. Pet peeve of mine. So... And it's... It's kind of mean and upsetting in a way. But not on purpose. So see, see, people that do this to me don't do it on purpose. At least I hope not. But I am a man of routine. Just like, you know, if you ever watch The Big Bang Theory and watch how Shelton behaves with his routine, I am the exact same way. So if I have you who've, who's gone to the Quadzilla, so that's four right there. Then you went to, well, actually, you went to Louisville before that, so that's five. Then you went to Lake Mead, I mean, well, Nevada, six, uh, Alabama, seven, LA, eight, New Mexico, nine, and had me finance the entire LA trip because, again, you supposedly had no money. See, all that builds up routine. Especially before a race. And I'm very superstitious when it comes to sports. So, if you are making me do things, or you become part of my routine, and then you're suddenly not there, that already is a no-no. So I get there. So, you know, fly out, American Airlines. I actually used my dad's coupon, $50 coupon, to get a cheaper flight. So, and Tara's all about the, oh, I need sleep, I need sleep, blah, 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 blah. The woman needs more sleep than, I don't know if I can know, like a night owl. I don't know. But anyways, so she is already complaining about having to get up early to take me to the airport. So we have to go to bed. Oh, that was the thing. We have to go to bed early Friday night. Because we got to take me to the airport. All right, take me to the airport. Oh, I miss you so much. Blah, 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 blah. Great. Well, could have came with me. But all right. So I get to Phoenix. And I contacted one of my friends. I have a friend who lives in Phoenix. Uh, yoga instructor. And I said, uh, hey, I might have an issue because I didn't want to really pay for a hotel because and here's the thing why pay for a hotel when you literally are not even going to be there in the hotel for the full night like the race started at 7pm it had a 10 hour time limit so let's just assume it takes me the full 10 hours I'd be done at 5am there's no point in getting a hotel for one shower and then you know, oh, I have to go, I have to check out by 11. No, it makes no sense. So, 
what I decided to do was, hey, let my friend know. I was like, hey, can I... Do you have a lifetime membership? Can I use your shower? It's like, yeah, I have a pl- my place. You can shower my place. And then we can go do yoga at 9 a.m. at. Like, uh, okay, I'll be dead tired, but all right. So that was the plan. Worst case scenario, plan doesn't go according to plan, of course. And I have to shower at the Y. Or use a lifetime membership to shower, which I have one. So no big deal. We could have done that. Okay. So we landed in Phoenix. No issues on the flight there. Um, ended up uh, getting a pass on the plane for Wi-Fi. And I will say this. When did airplanes start sucking when it came to providing in-flight entertainment? On a four-hour flight, American Airlines... Makes you pay to get Wi-Fi to watch their movies. Well, actually, no. I think the movie part is free. But the movies are terrible movies. They haven't changed them in months. Like, I've flown Delta months ago. And we're talking about now... A month and a half forward, and I'm still looking at the same movie selections as a month and a half ago. Are you kidding me? American Airlines, you're shitting me. So, obviously, I did some stuff online. I actually caught up on my shows. Oh, and uh, yeah, you can't stream Netflix on American Airlines flights because, oh, it's too much Wi-Fi for our poor little plane. Whatever. So I land. Okay. Time difference. I get there at 9 a.m. It's 79 degrees outside. I'm like, oh, this is glorious. But within the hour, it's already up to 95. I'm like, oh, shit. Fuck. All right. Go get the rental car. No big deal. I'm like, shit. I have nothing to do. Now, let's look at my slight pause here to remind our, our listeners. Even when you rent a car... You still need car insurance to protect you if something goes wrong. So, I use our sponsor, Boat for Remo, and get myself a cheaper car insurance with America National. And it includes everything. It includes every car I drive. So, the rental's covered on my flights. My car's covered. My UM policy's through the, through the roof. I suggest you give them a call. 595-2934. Just throwing that little bit tidbit out there. Now. So we are in Phoenix. And I decided, oh, I, I need to eat breakfast. I ate a granola bar before I left, but I am hungry. It is literally four hours forward. It's basically my lunchtime. So Google. I pull up on Google. Brewer's Bagels near me. Because last time when I went to LA, I remembered, oh, Arizona, that's the closest Brewer's Bagels. So I pull it up. It gives me one location. Oh, it's in Phoenix. Great. I drive there. It is permanently closed. And I'm like, well, what the fuck, Google? And this is after Google already told me twice to 
to take a on-ramp that didn't exist. And I'm like, see, this is where us older people, this is a message, a public service announcement to millennials. This is where us older people know that common sense outweighs computer and Google is not God. When I'm looking and Google's telling me make a ride on the on-ramp and there's no on-ramp, guess what? That means I'm not going to fly off the freeway. Just throw that out there. So, Google is no God. Google messed up twice. Guess what? I decided, you know what? I'm going to go over here, go this way. And then Google reroutes me. Oh, and then it agrees that I am on a better path. That shouldn't have to happen because Google should already know that, hey, this on-ramp doesn't exist. So, but just throw that out there. Mind you, actually, another sidebar. Who in the blue hell do millennials think they are? Because last time I checked, me being born in 1983, I am not a millennial. To me, millennials are anybody born... In the mid-late 90s, actually, let's scratch that. Anybody born after 1990 who grew up, and by grew up, I mean, you know, enter teenage years in the 2000s, that is my millennials. My little brother, millennial. Born 92, entered 2000 when he was 8. Guess what? Millennial. Before that, no. If you were born in the 80s, you do not enter the same category as these dum-dums who like to smoke weed and drop out of school. Yeah, little knock on my brother. Whatever. The truth will set you free, but first it will piss you off. Anyway, back to the story. So, we are trying to find a breakfast place to basically fulfill our lunch. I go to a Denny's, and now this Denny's has no parking spaces. It literally is at the corner. It's like a little tiny diner. And it has no parking spaces for me to even park. How the hell am I supposed to eat breakfast if I can't park my fucking car? So then I Google, okay, breakfast places, whatever. And it turns out it pulls this place called... uh, Matt's Big Breakfast or whatever. I forgot what it said. So it pulls it up. And I get there. An hour wait just to be seated to breakfast. I'm like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? No. Fine. McDonald's breakfast. Oh, that was quick. Great. Unhealthy, but yet fast and efficient. Oh, shit. Here's the problem with eating healthy people. Is that in this country, everything that's healthy for you... It's more expensive and more of a hassle to get. If we had salads or even healthy healthy food as readily available as we have McDonald's, then yeah, nobody would be fat and obese. Nobody would be fat and obese in this country. But no. Anyways. So then I go to... Queen Creek, where the race is going to be. I'm staring at the mountain the whole time. 
But I have time to kill, so I basically chill at Starbucks, finish watching my shows. Then, uh, there actually, there's a sports clips right next door, so I actually go in there, you know, try to get a little tune-up. MVP, because I was tired. Then went to Walmart and got some more supplies, got some water, some spray-out sunscreen, which I will give you props, Arizona. Finally found some spray-out sunscreen that's in travel size. Excellent. Oh, I bought two. Yeah. So, I started getting ready for the race, and the people at Walmart and at my at the Starbucks already told me, it's like, oh, yeah, well, it's going to be kind of tough. You know, at night, all the creatures come out. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What creatures come out? So apparently, scorpions come out at night, snakes, prairie dogs, um, some weird name, hallucinas, which are apparently rodents, but they look like wild boar, like pumbas from Lion King. I'm like, um, okay, never heard of that, but sure, I'll watch out for the wild boars that will be at the park. Great. Um, yeah. So, I get changed. I actually had bought at REI recently some good shorts where the shorts actually have the Under Armour embedded into the short, which is perfect. Because that way, I don't have to wear an extra layer. But that later brought its own problem because when we get to the race, so we're there... We're signing up. We signed up. We got our rib. The race itself. So remember, it's a 54K. The race is um, six laps. Each lap is 9K. So a little over five miles. So we get to have a, a drop bag. So I put some G fuel there with some food. You know, every lap, yay. There's a halfway point. We start running, and these trails are hilly as fuck. Sand everywhere, rocks everywhere, so you constantly have to watch where you put your feet. I almost twisted my ankle twice on the opening run. And that's and that's what I hate, because running hills, you have to be upright and swing your arms to go uphill. If I constantly have to pay attention where I'm putting my feet, I can't do both. I'm not going to keep looking down and up at the same time. I just, you can't do that. So, I also did account for the fact that the wind will play a factor by blowing the dust and sand in my face. Mind you, I'm wearing glasses. It was no big deal. I didn't even pay attention to it until it went and turned night and I had to turn on my night lamp. And you could see the dust flying in the night. With your night lamp. Which made it harder to breathe. So now I'm running up hills. Harder to breathe. And I'm just like. Oh shit. No. Fuck. First lap comes around. I've already fallen twice. And what happens. Oh shit. I look down. My my right knee is all bleeding. Busted. Whatever. I sit down at the aid station. I'm like, okay, uh, can you guys wipe me down? They wipe me down. And it's taken me like an hour and 10 minutes to do the first lap. And I'm like, fuck. All right, let's go out again. At this point, I'm more tired. 
the hills are not going to get any easier. And I can't breathe. And I, I fall down two more times. Same. And for some reason, I kept falling out on the same side. And and on the back the back half of the course, too. Which apparently... The, and that's the thing with these trail runs. The trails were so narrow that if somebody's passing you, you literally either risk falling down, try to get out of the way, or just basically come to a standstill and let him run by you. It's so annoying. So, um, and then each time I didn't fall, there was like a hundred times where if I didn't have good balance, I would have fallen, but I kept rolling my ankles, trying to stay upright because there was too many rocks. Then, you know, it's a full moon. Everything's going wrong. I fall down two more times, you know, get to the aid station again, lap two, an hour and a half has gone by and I'm like, oh, fuck. So now I'm at two hours and 40 minutes and I've done two laps. I look at the I, I look at the time, I'm like, fuck, all right, wipe me down. Guy's wiping me down and he's like, oh, you got stuck by a scorpion. What do you mean, oh? Yeah, that's, a, that's a good thing. So apparently, in between my cuts, I had a nice little what looked to me like a mosquito bite. Only a little puffier. It's like, oh, yeah, you got bit by a scorpion. I'm like, when? Well, I don't know. Like, might have been when you fell. Uh, great. Uh, should we be calling an EMS? Shouldn't you be taking me to the hospital right now? Because I always grew up. My parents always taught me that if you get bit by a scorpion, it's poisonous, you go to the fucking hospital. Oh, no, no, it's a baby. It's okay. Oh, you mean it's a baby? Oh, yeah, it's a baby scorpion. It's just like a mosquito bite. You know, we'll ice it down. We'll clean you up. You can go back out there. I'm like, oh. Well, excuse you, Mr. I'm in a t-shirt and a hat. Um, sorry if you don't think I should... If I don't think I should trust your medical expertise. On a side note, before we forget, let's do a shout out to our other sponsors, who I will be using next week, because Mexi made his appointment, with a, you know, use promo code Mexi, hand and stone massage, and facial spot. Give him a call. Uh, Mexi likes to use the one in Dublin on Perimeter Drive. You can uh, use the promo code there or any other convenient one locations in Columbus. Uh, you don't have to use that one. You can use it all around the country. But if you are in the Northwest and want to get a good run or workout, use the same promo code. Call my, call my friend Super. Have him hook you up with some discounts on classes. Yoga classes, run classes, clinics. I do believe they even included ballet classes now. So, give them a call. 253-272-0700. Back to the story. So, the guy is telling me it's fine. He's wearing a t-shirt and a fucking hat. And I'm like, "Um, I don't trust your medical judgment, senor random worker volunteer. I don't even know you're getting paid. But anyways. Um, no. But you know what? I said, you know what? I didn't even realize it. 
So I guess it's not that bad. Because I... I mean, I didn't realize I was stung until he said anything. Uh, all right, cool. So I try to go out there. It's like, but well, there's Mexican is away. Let's go out there. Third lap. Now, I would have been okay had my left calf not popped. It felt like a Charlie horse. One of those Charlie horses you get when you're sleeping that's so bad that like you're you wake up and like you're still walking crooked. Like you got fucked up the ass pretty good. Yeah. Those kind of Charlie horses. So I get one going into my third lap. And I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. So now at this point, I'm basically walking the entire third lap. Didn't fall, thank God. But at this point, I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. This is going to take me forever. I get done the third lap. I'm looking at the clock. Two hours have gone by. We're almost at the halfway point of this freaking thing. And I've done three laps. And each lap has taken me longer. And I literally just did two hours to walk a lap. I said to myself, if each lap is taking me longer, I'm not going to finish in the cutoff time. I can't. Because two more... Two more hours... Or plus to do the fourth lap. Then two more hours or plus to do the fifth lap. Plus two more hours. Plus two more hours to do the final lap. Yeah, that's six hours. I don't know. I'll be here till like eight in the morning. Fuck that. So on the third lap, I'm just like, you know what, guys? I can't. I'm done. Tapped out. Let's, Let's take the DNF. And I felt bad because it was my first ultra DNF. If you don't count the Iron Man as an Ultra. Like, Iron Man's are technically Iron Man's. They're not technically considered ultra, Ultras. Even though you are running more than 26 point... Well, you're basically doing more than 26.2 miles. You're not technically running more than 26.2 miles. So, I was sad. Uh, heartbroken. In tears. Called Tara to let her know what happened. She's concerned. I'm like, well, rightfully so, bitch. You would have been here. But no. Anyways, I don't tell her that. So I'm like, whatever. Um, and it's now obviously past, like, midnight at this point when I'm trying to drive away. And so I called my friend. I'm like, let me let me text my friend and call him. Like, hey, uh, I'm heading your way for my shower doesn't answer get to the place the address he had given me is the address to a freaking what appeared to be a dental clinic and i'm like is this your building where you teach yoga i'm confused because you said shower my place i should not be staring at a dental clinic Called him again, did answer his phone. I'm like, motherfucker. Oh, I'm so pissed. I'm like, you have got to be shitting me. So then I tried finding a hotel. And I had to drive. Now, mind you, my friend lived in Scottsdale. And I'm coming from Queen Creek. That's at least an hour drive, apparently. Then the closest hotel I've, I found was closer to the airport, which is back towards downtown. So I literally drove to him. Just to come back down. Oh, I was oh, I was so mad. Got to the hotel. 
say that in the state of America, extended state of America, showered, and the entire time I'm barely able to shower, I'm coughing up stuff, and I stick, I'm like, I feel congested, what the fuck, stick a finger down my throat, I make myself cough up more, and we're talking about, like, I don't even know what it was, like, shit that was brown, was coming out my lungs, I'm like, ew, you've got to be fucking kidding me, like, it looked like, it literally looked like shit, but it was like, I guess, a mixture of dust and sand, with my phlegm, oh, it was gross, but anywho, that came out, Felt better, showered, went to bed, and then woke up. I didn't even want to do anything on Sunday. Obviously, my friend at 6 a.m. texted me back and said, Oh, I woke up. Oh, oh yeah, I know. You can come now. I'm like, yeah, no. I'm already asleep, passed out. Tried calling me three times. So I'm like, no. I'm not doing shit with you. Fucker. We also answer their phone after two phone calls. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just go to the Emerald Club, which is the... American Airlines Lounge at the airport. I was just chill there all day. Work on my website. Whatever. FYI, I'm building a website for my stats and Supermax. So, stay tuned for that. Um, yeah, I was able to watch the end of the Cavs game. Um, again, surprise, surprise, the Cavs beat the Pacers. And Pacers wasting our time. Um, so, watch a few movies, finally, and I will say this, between the Delta Lounge and the Admiral Lounge, I definitely prefer the Delta Lounge, the seats are more comfortable, you can put them together to actually rest, here, they were all, like, uncomfortable, I basically sat in a chair and just stared at my computer by the window, so, uh, yeah, same price to get into both lounge, by the way. This is why I prefer Flying Delta, people. Way better. And mind you, I will say, if everything I go according to plan, yeah, I may have finished the race. Yeah, I would have been uh, able to shower probably on my friends because he would have been up that early morning. But then I would have been uncomfortable trying to sleep on those chairs because I couldn't lay down. So I would have had no sleep. It would have been terrible, too. Anyhow. But now the problem was, which I had to research also at the lounge. The problem was, I now, now Arizona became the 50th state. Arizona, by fucking shit up, now meant that I had to basically finish my 50 state quest with Arizona. And obviously I can't finish it in July like I planned to. Because now that's going to be the 49th state, and I can't do Arizona because there was no marathons until at least September. I looked it up. It was either Scott, it was either uh, Flagstad in September, or wait until December 8th for Tucson and Buckeye Marathon in Buckeye Phoenix. Yes, there's a part of Phoenix called Buckeye. That was the cheaper of the of the races. So I said, you know what? Let's just do that one. December's got to be cooler. It's on concrete. 26.2. We'll do that one. So, changed everything on my my sheets, my my spreadsheets. 
decide, all right, December, we'll do it then. You know what? Sometimes one has to fall to be reminded how awesome we are getting back up again. Just the way it is. So, yep. Didn't do it. It sucked. Um, got back on the plane to go home. My issue then became, so we're on the plane. Well, coming home, it's a red eye, direct. I've never had an asshole. Now I'm in the window seat. Person in the middle seat, I can tell they're scared of flying. Plane takes off. Somehow they turned off my AC without telling me. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Turn this back on. It's not yours. For me. Okay. I'm trying to doze off because, you know, it's a three-hour flight. I want to have some sleep. At some point during the during the flight, fuckers nudging me. Excuse me. Um, can you turn your music down? I look over. I'm like, you're not watching a movie. You're not trying to sleep. I'm, I'm sorry. You're my music, my headphone music. It's too loud. I'm like, motherfucker. Are you serious right now? Turn it down a little bit. I can't sleep. Because if I put my head to the, against the window, the sound of the plane, I can't hear my music. So now I can't sleep. And this this whole time I'm like, this motherfucker, are you kidding me? I can't sleep. No, you weren't even sleeping. I can't watch my movie. Your music's like, oh, you're not watching movies? Oh, look at that. Yeah, mind your own beeswax and shut the fuck up. I asked Tara, who's flown with me, and she, and she was like, well, yeah, your music is kind of loud, babe. Um, you lay with your head on my shoulder, so yeah, you're right up in my beeswax. This bitch is basically sitting in the middle, minding her own business, and is complaining about the music. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, so needless to say, all in all, it was a terrible experience. And now, I got stung by a scorpion. I have to do Nebraska this weekend, which I'm driving to. I'm already dreading taking Tara with me because she's going to take the dog. And then, oh my God, it's going to take forever to get there. And then, the thing I hate is the complaint about being tired. Nobody is forcing you not to fall asleep. Oh, I can't sleep in the car. Really? Take some Benadryl. I'm pretty sure you can pass out in the car. Oh, uh, oh, uh, you know, I know, and I'll be tired on Monday. Take the day off. Well, I don't want to take the day off. Then I would much rather not take you and deal with it on my own than have to put up with the nonsense of you not being able to sleep, supposedly, and then claim you're having a shitty day. So, we'll see how that goes. But, the issue still is, Arizona's the last state. I don't like it. But, we'll have to come to terms with that. But anyways, that is basically all we have for the podcast this week. A lot of venting, a lot of complaining, a lot of uh, detailing about the Arizona experience. Uh, Hope you guys enjoyed it. As always, the show is on iTunes and SoundCloud. Go review us and subscribe. Uh, Questions, concerns, comments, you can hit me up on social media. You guys know the drill. 
Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube, all the spiel. And as always, where there is a Mexican, there is a way. Till next time.